You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive. Start. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Look at him, look at him, look at him. Let's go racing drivers. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Yeah, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It is the showgram that you never want to miss. It is the drive 3 to 5. It is Race Central, the radio hosted by me, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Great to be back with all of you. From a great week in Long Beach for the LBGP. And uh, as I was telling STK during the break, man, you gotta love it when a legend says, hey, Kurt, boom, yeah. It's, uh, and then we, we follow that up a couple of weeks ago. John Force says, Kurt, love the program. Boom, mic drop. Uh, and Mike's not even here. That's. Man, that that uh, that brings a tear to my eye. That's good stuff. Uh, yeah, the snake. We had a lot of fun back in the day. Larry Dixon, myself, uh, his uh, PR guy at the time, Ted Yerzak, who uh, became a very very close friend, was with me when I met my wife in Las Vegas at the Las Vegas NHRA Nationals. About forty million years. No, she's not that old. <clears throat> uh, just kidding. Uh, and, and I like it when he said, uh, I said, you know, Snake, I should have come up and uh, said, and he said, oh, yeah, man, come on over next time, you know? That's what we call cr- street cred. Yeah. IndyCar. Then uh, we're going to talk to Photo Joe Star here in a little bit, talk a little NASCAR, a little uh, local Joe segment as the, uh, the BST boys uh, are going to play in the dirt this weekend, I believe, at Phillips. I love going to Phillips County up there in Holyoke. Neat town, neat people. Uh, IndyCar off this weekend. They're back for the Honda Indy Grand Prix of Alabama at Barbara Motorsports Park, a spectacular place. And that'll be May 1st. And then uh, we go to uh, the uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, but we run the road course. So it's the GMR Grand Prix. And then we run the 106th running of the greatest spectacle in racing, the Indy 500 on May 29th. That's, man, oh, man. Uh, it's going to be an exciting year, really exciting year. I. Uh, it's also cool that IndyCar goes back to Portland, and I'm going to have to find, oh, my God, I didn't really look at the, the Firestone Grand Prix of Monterey, September 11th. Hmm. That date seems to ring a bell for some reason. I'm not exactly sure why, but it's going to be a good season. It... Um, you had so you got Scott McLaughlin, the Aussie V8 supercar, the Supas, as we call them down under from Australia. I say that pretty good with a fat lip and a broken jaw. Scott McLaughlin wins for Penske, then Newgarden, Newgarden. So Penske, it's gone Penske, Penske, Penske. Holy cow. Look out, though. Roman Grosjean uh, for Michael Andretti racing is. He could, I mean. Alabama really suits Grosjean's driving style. I mean, he came from Formula One. And Alabama's a tough place to pass and very fast. Kind of falls right into his, as we would say in the industry, wheelhouse. So that should be uh, should be a lot of fun. I'm looking here. I'm just trying to see who they're partnered with. 
um, that weekend. I, I don't think IMSA goes there with them. I don't think Trans Am does either. Uh, Trans Am has kicked their season off. We're going to talk um, uh, much about them. I know that Mike Skeen's over in IMSA, the Skeen machine. But uh, I'm a big Trans Am fan, as you probably know. So we've got, uh, okay, so they got Indy Cars, Indy Lights, Indy Pro 2000, USF 2000, USF Juniors. This is all the Indy Car ladder system. And then the Radical Cup North America. Radicals are pretty radical. They're open cockpit. Uh, they look like IMSA prototypes without a roof on them. And they're, they're pretty cool. So, and Barbara's always, Barbara's always got something going on uh, that makes, makes Barbara Barber. It's just one of those places, uh, always a lot of crazy crashes and big time moves. Because you really kind of have to do the argy-bargy, as we used to say in Formula 3. Uh, you got to make room. And and banging wheels and side pods in these things is not exactly cool because um, bad things happen. You get up in the air. It's not like you know, like the new, the new cup cars. Those things, they'll take a beat into bang, a banging. I, I like the, the IMSA prototypes. <clears throat> I mean, Sebastian, when he cr- <clears throat> crashed the car in lap six, uh, passing a slower car, uh, he hit the wall pretty damn hard. But uh, the car was, you know, it was a little banged up in, in Victory Circle. But, um, see, have I told that story yet about how Sebastian drove through the field? I don't think so. Well, you know what? Let's just do that right now. So, Sebastian's on the pole, sets a new lap record in Long Beach. He's driving away from the field. And, it's, you know, there's four or five different classes within the race. So, uh, Sebastian was on the pipe anyway, but... On lap six, he comes to pass a slower car, a Porsche, not a Porsche Cup car, but a Porsche. The Cup car, cars run their own race. And uh, the guy, yeah, I don't know. If he ran out of town, I, I don't know. But he kind of squeezed Sebastian in turn 11, and Seabass hit the wall pretty hard, spun around, couldn't get the car started. Was sitting there like, you know, sideways across the racetrack. And... Uh, uh, he was leading the race at the time, so everybody's barely getting by. It was pretty – it's a moment, as we might say. Finally gets the car fired. And when these cars, when they get hot, they don't like to refire. It's just just the nature of the beast. And you've only got so much air. They don't have an electric starter. There's a starter bottle that's compressed air, and it's only good for, you know, a few bumps. But he finally got started. And the leaders uh, that he, well, the people that are leading the race now that he was leading are now probably a half a lap out into the sunset. And he went into possessed mode. And you could, you could visibly see the, well, the anger and the way in which he was driving the car. uh, Spectacular. I can only imagine what it was like inside the car. And I was up in the announcing tower, and somebody said, boy, I'd sure love to hear the radio. I said, they're not talking. When you go to the zone, it's dead quiet. You don't want to talk to anybody. You don't want anybody talking to you. The only time that you might is maybe when you are hunting people down, you want intervals. Because you are in the zone. And it's like doing a radio program. 
You know, I've got breaks I have to hit. I don't have a clock in front of me that I count down. Sid will just give me one minute, and then my mental clock starts counting me down, and boom, mic drop. We hit it. Uh, it's 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 an art. But when you go to the into the zone like that, it uh, it'd be kind of like uh, you know playing in the majors, and you're in the zone, and the guy throws a 103 mile an hour heater, and it's coming at you like a volleyball in slow motion. It's just the way it is. I've been there. You just get that place, and it doesn't happen that often. But he obviously went to the place because he uh, he hunted everybody down, and within about fifteen laps, was maybe twenty was back in the lead. Now here's the deal: you got to make a driver change, and when your guy's in the zone like that, um, and anything can happen in pit stops. All kinds of janky stuff happens in pit stops. It's a high risk thing. You know, in making the driver change, guy gets caught up in the belts, he falls down, can't get the belt done, can't the, I mean, anything can go wrong. You strip a wheel lug. These are center locking lugs like what they have in NASCAR now. You cross thread a wheel lug, you're done. <clears throat> you know, sometimes you cross thread, they'll just hammer it on there with the air gun and, uh, you know, put a safety pin through it and hope. Um, but anything can happen. So it's like eight laps to go. <clears throat> he's obviously watching, and everybody's watching him because he's in the lead. And because as, as soon as he is going to come to the pits, everybody else comes, and they come for fresh tires. Whether they've made their driver change or not, they're coming for tires. Sebastian comes in, and here comes the freight train. Now, um, his teammate is wicked fast, Rander Vanderson from uh, South Africa. Guy's a witch. But you still got to make the change, make it smoothly, get the wheels on the damn thing, and then go out. Well, they crushed it. The Ganassi team crushed it. Got him in and out quickly, set sail. But it was interesting because I'm not sure if maybe he was just dialing it back a little bit or maybe the team had ordered him to dial it back a little bit. But uh, and I, I forget who was second. The point it didn't matter. I believe it was the wheel, the wheeling car. Um, started to close the gap pretty strong. It was like about you know three laps to go, two laps to go. You know, and once you get the red mist going and you're in second place, and you can we call it the Hewlin fever because in the old days everybody ran Hewlin gearboxes and you could see it right in the back of the gearbox it said Hewlin. And you get fixated. On the back of the gearbox, and it, it's, when I'm driving, driver instructing, I always tell people, you know, if you're in your second place and you're coming to a corner, and all of a sudden you think that, well, I got him, I'm closing. Just remember, he's on the brakes. It's just the way. You're, yeah, you're closing because he's under braking. You haven't gone to the brakes yet. Uh, anyway, but an amazing drive by Sebastian. He's in victory circle. I raced the Baja 1000 with him, got to know him very well when he was doing Champ Car and I was a series announcer. And I said, Seabass. So we call him Seabass, if you're on a first name basis. And he comes over and I grab him. I put my hands on top of his driver's suit and everybody's turned around looking at me. And I like people looking at me and, you know, kind of a big deal. And I said, bro, you've won it all. That might be the most spectacular drive I have ever seen. And he had tears in his eyes. And he looks at me and he goes, and he's French. He's like, you know, brother, it was pretty cool. And then we gave a fist bump, and bam, like that, mic drop. 
<sighs> I wish I got a picture of that. He's a great. He's a great driver. He's he's just as good, if not a better human being. He and Claire and the kids. Ah, Sebastian. That uh, the IndyCar race was just about as good. I just wish Roman Grosjean could have. I'm a Newgarden fan. Don't get me wrong, but I, I'm really rooting for Roman Grosjean because he is the man. As I said in the Netflix series, the man that walked from fire or stepped out of fire. He should have died in that crash. And uh, uh, it, it just boy, it, it, but he's going to get a win this year. Mark it down. Uh, 4:12 in the afternoon, Mountain Time, because we have so many people listening on the stream, and you can too at RaceCentralMedia.com. Uh, good stuff, man. Don Prudhomme, uh, Joe Star coming up. Little Sebastian Bourdais, Sid the Kid, the STK behind the glass. Me and my Celsius. <laughs> they should. This stuff should be illegal. I <laughs> uh, want to say thanks to Coyote Motorsports. We can't do it without uh, the help of our great partners, Coyote Motorsports, CoyoteMotorsports.com. Also, uh, gosh, dream cars. If you can dream it, uh, you can drive it. Also, Dental Arts of Cherry Hills, the doc. Don't fool around when it comes to your teeth, your mouth, whatever. If you've got problems or uh, getting implants or whatever, man, don't, don't mess around. It is Race Central on the radio and racecentralmedia.com. drive get the car off the trailer now back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports your host kirk hansen yeah that guy keeps saying that but i, I guess if i keep listening to it, i'll start to to believe it uh 17 minutes after the hour uh, great stuff with uh, don prudhomme uh yeah that was pretty good stuff uh but we we got our own uh, main man uh, mr photo joe star big west racing Dot com Colorado Motorsports uh, Hall of Fame uh, famous guy. I guess I didn't miss anything in Martinsville, did I? No, it was pretty <laughs> much single file. Uh, it was freezing cold. It was less than forty degrees. Uh, they weren't putting any rubber down, and uh, it just just was not a, a well. It just wasn't a good race. I, I I thought I heard something. There were really no lead changes except for pit stops. Is that true? That's true. Oh God. It's, yeah. Uh, win the race because your pit crew is a little bit faster than the other guy. So, you know, I know that they're going to address that for the fall race at Martinsville. They're going to change the package somehow. Um, you know, they haven't consulted me, so I'm not really sure what they're going to they do. Haven't. They haven't? What the hell's going on around here? Yeah, well, my ego's getting in the way of common sense here. So, uh, anyhow, the uh, uh, NASCAR will, will change the package in so, some way in order to make that better. Now they were talking about, some people were talking not NASCAR, but some people were talking about maybe they need to change the schedule a little bit and uh, give Martinsville a little bit later uh, later date so that they get out of that cold weather. Um, I think we're a long way of worrying about what the schedule for 2023 is going to look like at this point. But, uh, um, you know, they were talking about moving some stuff around, including the West Coast Swing and maybe including Sonoma in the West Coast Swing so you have all four West Coast races all within four weeks of each other. Not a bad idea. We kind of save on a whole bunch of janky travel stuff. Is Martinsville where you get the the hot dog or the clock? And what the what the hell goes on there? What's what's their deal? Is it the clock? That the, that's where you get the grandfather's clock for yeah. winning. That's the trophy. And then of course Martinsville is famous for those uh, those hot dogs. The hot dogs. I, I knew I I knew I was going to go to two for two, but I I, I know the, the the trophy's the clock. The food is for all the fat people. I've heard they're terrible though. Have you ever had one? 
I, no, I've not been to Martinsville. I've been to Richmond, but I have not been to Martinsville. Yeah, I, I was talking with some guys in Long Beach that have that have been there, and they're like, "Dude, it's it's terrible." Or is is uh, is uh, what's his name? Is it terrible? Oh, uh, Charles Barkley, terrible. <laughs> um, he's terrible. Anyway, uh, uh, so. Joey's at it uh, in the dirt this weekend in Phillips County, right? Weather, weather, it should be decent weather. Should be really good weather. They uh, uh, that'll be the first race of the local season, I I think. Uh, oh, it is. They're still practicing at all the, the other tracks. So uh, yeah, but Joey's got the RMMRA, the Rocky Mountain Midget Racing Association, plus the five Na- uh, IMCA classes that normally run out there, and the the dwarf cars, which they're now being called Outlaw Classics, and they're affiliated with the Power Eye now so um you know it's just a name change it's still well, the, dwarf the, the, the dwarf association of america probably filed a protest well who knows i mean we have <laughs> here in colorado we have the rocky mountain dwarfs which are northern colorado and we have the colorado dwarfs which are down in southern colorado at one time we actually had a third group called pikes peak dwarfs and i'm not sure whether that still exists or not but i i don't think so i think it's just the two two groups here and then of course later on in the season i think we've got uh dwarf car nationals at uh I think at I seventy six, but that's far enough down the schedule. We'll talk about that at yeah. a later date. You said that you were out at I seventy six. That place is always a dust bowl. But you said that uh, they set a new standard uh, last weekend. Oh. Well, the wind. I mean, <laughs> you know, we're in Colorado. You know, we we talk about having sun for three hundred days a year. I mean, Chamber of Commerce loves it. Well, you know, you, you've got the sun beating down on the track. The temperature was was fairly cool the wind is blowing we had a high wind warning uh that i mean it was windy when i got there but it got really windy later on and uh um you know with the temperature being what it was and the wind and the and everything there weren't a lot of people there for practice most of them had practiced the week before and by two o'clock i think half of those people had left and uh um i decided to uh, stop eating in dirt and uh yeah. i left about two thirty. they were scheduled to go till four but there were not a lot of people there at that time and uh you know, Butch is gearing up for the icebreaker on the 24th, which is next weekend on Sunday, and he will take Easter Easter weekend off. He won't do anything up there on Easter weekend. Um, it's... <laughs> so we'll we'll race out at uh, Phillips County tomorrow. Um, it should be a good showing. I hope I, I you know, <clears throat> I mean, God bless uh, Joey when he brought uh, the World Outlaws here to Calhoun a few years ago. Could you imagine the Outlaws at Phillips County in that big old place? Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Well, that's what he—that's what he would like to do. Um, the grandstands are certainly, I think, big enough. Uh, oh yeah, to, to get a crowd out there. It's but again, it's it's Phillips County. It's Holyoke, Colorado. You're got a lot of driving to do to get out there. Um, you know, it's. Two and a half, three hours from Denver. It's a, it's a nice, easy drive. Oh, I love the drive. Take Interstate seventy six out to US six and take US six straight east to get to Holyoke. Um, you want to talk about bull rings or uh, hometown racing things oh, like boy. that? The, fair, the fairgrounds is right there. Uh, they've got all the different concessionaires, like you say. Uh, um, everybody that's got a trailer uh, and mom's apple pie, things like that. Uh, it, it's a good time. Oh, it's a great um, time. And they have that great Mexican restaurant opened a few years ago, right before the pandemic. And I, I've not been back. Well, actually, I take that back. I think I can't remember. I did a live remote out there, Joe. Was that before the pandemic? I can't even remember. Was that before the pandemic? I, I don't remember whether it was or not. I remember we were inside the uh, 
the event center there, yeah. and we were all over the place. Uh, we had those guys from California that had come in, so it, it might have been in 2019. It had uh, to be pre-pandemic because those guys wouldn't have been coming from Cali. Unless right. maybe it was suddenly start to open up, <clears throat> and they were coming from Cali. I don't remember, but you know, the funny, they got the cobblestone in, then they got that little itty-bitty place. They got that really good Mexican restaurant. They got the great barbecue place, but if if five or six or 7,000 people came to Callahan for an outlaw show, we'd have to clear out a cell block in Sterling because there ain't no place to put them. Well, they've got the campgrounds there, and, you know, a lot of the people that uh, travel with the outlaws like the camp. That's so, true. Um, you've got the campgrounds right there at the fairgrounds. So, yeah. uh, and there's that one police officer on the highway boat we both know so well. Well, um, <laughs> there's more than one, yeah, and I, I will I will remind people that the, the the police cars or the trucks they've got in Holyoke do not have the reflective material on them. And when you leave Holyoke, they're sitting over there by the uh, the grain elevator, just waiting for you to break that twenty five mile an hour speed. Oh, limit. I know. Is that under? I remember driving out there one year, and we had uh, uh, tornado warnings. And mm-hmm. I swear to God, I, I drive it out there. The, the tornado sirens are going off, and you're going through all those little towns, and there's newspapers blowing everywhere and cats flying across the road and twigs and sticks and tumbleweeds. And I'm like, I'm going to get hit by me by one of a big, big fuel truck or a cow because I know I'm in an outtake from that, that, that movie Twister. It felt that weird. Well, but, you know, when you go to Phillips County, though, people talk about old school racing, and that's exactly what you're going to get out there, um, hometown-type stuff. with. Love it. You know, a kid coming in here with a with a car that is vastly underpowered and stuff uh, for his first race of his life. And, uh, uh, you know, you don't have to have $100,000 to be able to race at Holyoke. No, and it's and it's, it just it has that fairground. It's, it's a really uh, – I just – I enjoy going out there. And it's a nice little – it's a nice little break. It's an easy drive, like you say, and it's just got a feeling that really kind of, kind of feels like uh, – um, uh, Americana, have you been? Have you been keeping up with what's going on in the world? Outlaws, some. Um, yeah. The outlaws were, uh, you know, and I know Joey still wants to try and bring them back. It just, it's not going to happen this year. But I know he's trying to get them back out here. But uh, um, you've got. Uh, let's see what is going on in the world of outlaws. Well, Jacob Allen, I saw the video clip. Uh, he drove it like it was stolen, and it's uh, it's one of your stories on your on your website. I know you got a lot going. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying outlaws. I I am going to an outlaw race uh, this year, and we we need to you know uh, load up the truck and head to Beverly and get to. Uh, I think they're at Delansky's place later in the season. They are, and I believe they're at uh, uh, Schrader's place at PV at PV New Missouri and I fifty five this weekend, aren't they? Oh, geez, I don't. I'm not looking at the schedule. I'm not going. It is Easter. I have uh, godchildren to look out after. If I had it up, went on to an outlaw show. I can just stay on the road. That that would just pretty much, uh, you, you know, the big cheese. She just would put her foot down. Well, you know, I'm, my buddy, Ugh. one of my buddies from from when the we had the dirt out here at Colorado National and, and things like that, uh, Kevin Eckert, we used to call him the sleaze because Kevin would start the season somewhere with uh, the teams and he would hitch a ride all season long. He didn't have wow. his own vehicle, but he would hitch a ride with one of the teams to the next race and um, just – just basically uh, lived the <laughs> life on the road all season long. He's a roadie. He was. That's and funny. Now, and, and Kevin would write stories and send them into the papers and stuff. And I believe now he's working for the World of Outlaws uh, as a statistician. Uh, oh, when that's I'm putting funny. This, this book thing that I'm putting together, I uh, 
didn't have any of the World of Outlaw results, and I saw his name on there, sent him a note, and 30 minutes later I've got uh, a list of every outlaw race that was ever run in the state of Colorado. Hey, Joey, can you stick around one more segment? There's a lot of stuff I want to get to. Uh, uh, it's just some thoughts and feelings, but uh, can you can you hang with that? Sure. All right. Uh, it's photo Joe Starr right there. He's our main man, BigWestRacing.com. It's one of the best sites. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, BigWestRacing.com. We're also brought to you by Dental Arts of CherryHills.com. Our good friends at CoyoteMotorsports.com. Raul's Auto and Boat Upholstery right here in Denver. Look him up on Facebook. He's my guy when it comes to restoration. What can I tell you? And also dream cars. If you can dream it, you can drive it. Uh, deal with the boss. Tom's a good guy. Uh, email him today, support at dreamcars.com, support at dreamcars.com. List your car for free and get this photo array for free and lowest purchasing commission anywhere out there at 2%. Dreamcars.com. <sighs> Back with more Photo Joe Star. I'm the insider on racecentralmedia.com after this. About 31 minutes after the hour as we uh, go to the penultimate round, which means next to last uh, this week's show here on Race Central The Ready. It's the drive from 3 to 5. Uh, and, uh, again, when it comes time to commerce, support the people that support us because without them we can't do what we do, like Dental Arts of Cherry Hills, DentalArtsOfCherryHills.com, CoyoteMotorsports.com, Raul's Auto and Boat Upholstery in Denver. Look them up on Facebook. That's where I go to get my uh, restorations done. And uh, Dream Cars at DreamCars.com. If you can dream it, you can drive it. Contact Tom today at support at DreamCars.com. And, of course, our good friend, Photo Joe Star at BigWestRacing.com. Joe, is, uh, is uh, Austin Cindric is he a one and done? I don't think so. I mean, he did win the Daytona 500, so, I mean, he's got a – that probably guarantees him a ride for a couple of years whether, oh, yeah. whether Plus, he does anything else yeah, or his, not. His dad is Roger's not right-hand man. He's both his hands man. Well, I mean, his, yeah. I mean, <laughs> do I dare say it? I mean, is this typical of what we're getting in NASCAR today as a – is uh, someone that's uh, dad can write a check, and uh, you know Paul Menard's dad. You know, you know what was going on there, and yeah. and everything. Uh, um, you know, are are we to the point uh, that uh, people are writing uh, writing checks on this stuff to get rides and to to come out and say that these are the best drivers in the world, maybe the best market marketing <laughs> people. Yeah, I I did say earlier this season though, uh, two guys to watch out for. Um, uh, Ross Chastain and Tyler Reddick. Chastain's already banked one. I think Reddick, Reddick's got to be. He's he's knocking on the door. Reddick was uh, fastest in practice uh, at Bristol. Saw that uh, in the first session. I mean, we have another session uh, later today. Um, now again, none of these practice times mean squat. Nah. They don't mean anything. Uh, they've already had a blind draw for to determine the heat races for tomorrow, and uh, for both the, the, the for both the trucks and the the, the Cup teams. And the track being dirt is going to change, so you know this. These practice sessions today are just to to get the guys uh, feeling comfortable on the dirt, to make sure there's no leaks, nothing falls off the car, uh, and it would be good if they don't wreck them. Now in the truck division, they've already wrecked uh, several. Um, <laughs> Haley Deegan's gone to a backup. Uh, she got into the wall uh, in the second practice session. Uh, Jack Wood spun, and uh, Austin Dillon slowed down to squeeze between him and the wall, and uh, 
Kaz Grala rear-ended him, and uh, Kaz will definitely be going to a, a backup truck. I'm pretty sure that Austin Dillon is, too. Now, I'm 1,500 miles away watching on TV, so I don't know for sure, but uh, both of those trucks looked like they were pretty severely damaged. And again, unless and if if uh, if the lineups don't, you know, if it's just a blind draw, maybe they're not going to lose their position start at the back of their heat races, so... You know, we'll see what happens. Never a dull moment in the dirt. Um, you know, it's funny because I, I mentioned Chaz Grala earlier, um, you know, driving for Floyd Mayweather, maybe not one of the most popular people in the world, but did a hell of a good job at Daytona. And I, I, I've always thought the guy, you know, was a pretty good or is a pretty good stick. Uh, you know, we'll see as we get into the season once these teams start to kind of separate now with the new car and stuff. But um I must say, the season so far has been very entertaining. Well, we've got all the young guys winning all the races, and uh, with the exception of Denny Hamlin. And, and again, I just saw on TV, Denny has managed to uh, to mark up the whole right side of the car there at Bristol. He spun on a ham what, sandwich. Yeah, it very well could have been uh, <laughs> reaching for that Pepsi to get a drink. Yeah, uh, too much mayo. Yes, uh so, I mean, you know, you, like I said, the cup cars have got another practice session yet today, and uh, uh, it, I don't think it means anything. I think they're just, just practicing. Uh, you know, we'll line up, and I think under the lights tomorrow night, uh, Saturday night, and uh, it's Sunday, uh, night, Sunday it? night for yeah. the races. Yeah, we're going to run on Easter Sunday. NASCAR used to never do that. That's weird. I do find that weird. I, you know, I, I find that you know, I find that odd. Uh, years and years and years, they wouldn't race on Easter Sunday. They said people, families should all be together. Well, I don't know whether TV money or whatever, but uh, uh, that seems to have changed. Again, like a lot of things, change some for the better, some for the for the worse. It's just your opinion on which way it goes. Yeah, I said a few weeks ago that I thought that the Kevin Harvick uh, ship had sailed, and then it, I don't remember where it was. It was a race before. Um, uh, Martinsville, and I, I think he was second or third, and he had a pretty good run. But I, I, I still, I don't know, man. I just, I ain't feeling me some Kevin Harvick. I just, I kind of, I think he got a little lucky in that race. I just, I don't, I don't feel it anymore. Well, um, treachery in old age, you know, usually overcomes youth and exuberance at some point during the season. So, um, I wouldn't count Harvick out just yet, but. Uh, I would say that he's definitely in the twilight of his career. Yeah. Well, as they say in stick and ball sports, and we are a stick and ball network, father time is undefeated. Uh, you, you look, you're right. It's all, the kids. It is, it's the, it is the kids show. Martin Truex came out with some statements a few weeks ago that I found kind of interesting that made him, to me anyway, sound like he may be setting up for a, you know, this could be it. You you buying that? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Grandfather, I mean, Ty Gibbs' grandfather owns the team. Ty Gibbs is the hottest thing going in, in Xfinity right now um, <laughs> for a couple of reasons, I guess. Uh, but he's had a lot of success, and uh, uh, people are talking about uh, the fact that Truex is the one that might be moved out of there to find a spot for Ty. Mm. Wow. Yeah, and Furniture Row, they you know they should have won at least uh, another chance. They should have won. They won in seventeen. They should have won in eighteen. And they got Joey Logano, and that that pissed me off. But that's a whole other story. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that. And you know, when you think about it, uh, I could see Mark Martin stepping away. I think I think he misses Cole Pern a lot, frankly. Well, I think so. A lot of changes have taken place over there. I mean, 
sometimes you you look at the race car and say the only thing missing is the 78. It looks exactly like it was, but now it's number 19. Mm-hmm. Um, it's part of the, the family over there. Now, you know, who's going to be stepping away first? Will, will Hamlin step away out of the driver's seat and become a full-time owner with, uh, with Michael Jordan? Um, you know, Denny was pretty outspoken about what he thought about the results of, uh, of, uh, 23, 11 racing yeah, here. Right, and, right. uh, um, you know, a lot of headlines about that. So, uh, but you know, Kurt Busch has been doing very well. No, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, th- uh, I don't think Kurt's done. I, I, you know, some people thought this might be the, he'll coach up, uh, uh, you know, uh, Bubba Wallace and step aside. I don't, I don't think if anybody, uh, between Kurt Busch, or Martin Truex, I see Truex stepping away before Kurt Busch does. No, Kurt, there's probably a couple of teams that Kurt hasn't driven for yet. Yeah. Because he's driven for everybody. Um, yeah. yeah, why not? You know, but, you know, regardless, uh, you know, he's got talent. Uh, he knows what he's doing. And, uh, you know, whatever, he, he can bring sponsors. He's got a gift for Gab, if, if nothing else, uh, uh, to keep selling himself. So, you know, he's he might be a good one to have on the – in your your garage, yeah. Uh, I since I didn't see any NASCAR last weekend because I was buried at the beach. Uh, you said there was a uh, Floyd Mayweather wasn't there, but I, I hear, you told me there was a pretty good boxing match. <laughs> they were uh, they were serious about it. Uh, you know, Ty Gibbs had won that race uh, the week before and moved his uh, teammate uh, John Hunter Nemechek out of the way and says, "I probably got one coming." Well, he got one. Um, there at Martinsville, and he was not happy about it. And he uh, confronted. Uh, he went to the car of uh, Sam Meyer and confronted him. Now Sam made the mistake of taking his helmet off. Ty left his on, and Ty started swinging first. And uh, this wasn't any pushing match. These these guys were these they were pretty serious. Um, mm. but Ty got uh, Ty got fined ten. Well, he got fined um, fifteen thousand dollars, but none of that was for the fight. <laughs> what was that all about? Well, the uh, lug nuts was uh, one of them, so that was a uh, five thousand dollars, and then he got ten thousand dollars because, I guess, because of rear-ending uh, um, actions, he rear-ended a car on the racetrack, which I think was Sam, um, before they started the ruckus in the pits. Interesting, huh? Well, but you know, Ty looks like he's twelve years old. No, I know. Yeah, he really does. I mean, yeah, God, and that's dripping wet with glasses and a wig on. Um, yeah, good stuff. Well, well, uh, it, it is kind of weird. I, I was, you know, Sunday with the family, and then I got a race to watch that night, I guess. I don't know. We'll see what the big boss says. So, mm, uh, Sid, the kid says it's time for me to shut up. Uh, probably many listeners out there feel the same way. Uh, Joey, we love you. Uh, have a great uh, Santa Mariana. Great. Uh, well, Santa Joey up at Phillips, and uh, have a great Easter. And I'm sure we'll probably talk to each other, you know, at least one more time before the century's out. I'm pretty sure of that. <laughs> okay. Thanks for having me on. You, as always, you demand. Uh, Photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com right there. We go last call. Uh, next segment. Been a good one. Uh, keep it locked right here. Uh, support the people that support us. Uh, Raul's Auto and Boat Upholstery right there in Commerce City. That's where I take my stuff uh, when I'm doing my restorations and my passenger cars. Also, Dental Arts of Cherry Hills. Uh, the dock is the best. Don't fool around. It comes to your mouth. Uh, DentalArtsOfCherryHills.com, Coyote Motorsports. They got the Red Hot CF Moto and Yamaha 0% financing. I believe uh, he he might have a, one of the new CF Moto bikes there, right, too. But go and see Brian and tell him you heard us talking about him on the radio. Also, Dream Cars, lowest uh, buying commission out there, 2%. 
in the country. And if your car qualifies, uh, two hundred fifty photograph photo array, two hundred fifty dollars worth of savings. It's free, and uh, deal direct with the big boss. Uh, no weeks or months or years to get your car listed. Auction selling or traditional online selling too. Uh, give Tom an email at support at dreamcars.com. That's support at dreamcars.com. It's uh, Sydney Kid uh, right there. I'm right here. You're right there. We're going to reconvene in a couple minutes, so keep it locked right here at racecentralmedia.com. Welcome back to the premier home for motorsports for two decades. The blowtorch for motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. It's about 46 minutes after the hour as we go. Last call. Uh, last call for motorsports. It is Race Central, the drive, 3 to 5, every Friday. And RaceCentralMedia.com podcast goes up on Monday on FM 104.3 The Fan. Uh, dot com, uh, the most decorated sports station uh, in the market. Uh, good stuff. Congratulations, guys, over there. And uh, g- great to catch up with the legend Don Prudhomme. And, of course, uh, photo Joe Starr from BigWestRacing.com. And, yeah, it's uh, going to be a, a, a fun uh, a fun summer and fall of, of motorsports. And it's, uh, it's, it's what I passionately love, but, but it is good to be back in the mile high. Albeit it was nice and toasty, 80 degrees plus in the mean streets of uh, of Long Beach. Uh, if you are a familiar listener, or if not, I get to drive some pretty spectacular automobiles, and I have to thank Honda and our good friends over at Drive Shop for connecting me for a magnificent car, which I had the, the joy of driving uh, during my week in, in Long Beach. And if you've heard me do reviews before, uh, this is a car that I really like. I I love the styling and the new 2022 uh, Accord Touring Hybrid uh, leaves no disappointment. And they keep doing little freshen ups. Uh, 19 inch alloy wheels, updated grille, LED headlights, fog lights, radar unit integration. Uh, I know this is very popular, especially with the the younger drivers. The Apple Play and Android Audio. A wireless charging. The rear seat reminder is kind of cool because it has it holds three in the back, and you have three little lights, and they'll, they'll all light up if it's empty. So you, you know, you don't for, you don't forget to. You know, there's somebody back there. Uh, this thing uh, it's got even more throttle response and aggressive acceleration. It it and that's one of the things that's neat about a hybrid is it's it's like a blender. It goes from off to full tilt. Um, just by turning it on, and the same is true when you drive this car. You step on, on the on the on the throttle, and it just launches. And you've got you've got your economy mode and you know your sport mode. Um, I drove this car for six days, and and when I left it off at Long Beach Airport, it, it still had uh, a half a tank of gas in it. This thing is super super fuel efficient and with gas prices between five and six bucks in california i got lucky enough that carl and the gang uh hooked me up with a hybrid because it was it was perfect i love the big sunroof moonroof the big display on the dash the sound system is awesome seats are i'm a big i'm big on seats you know used to used to race car seats kind of being you know held in there and hugging and all that good stuff uh the seats are magnificent i love the ergonomics of the car everything is laid out 
literally it's like right there uh, it's got the heads up display which is really cool because you know the whole idea is keep your eyes on the road and when things are ergonomically perfect they they when you put your hand out the things you expect to be there are right there it uh it, it really is a magnificent automobile and it looks like a vehicle that is far more expensive um I just, I really like the styling. I like everything that Honda has done with this thing. It, uh, it's just, it's the real deal. And they've been crushing it when it comes to popularity. Uh, you know, it's, it is just, it's really, really, really popular car. I mean, Hondas have always been that way. Uh, Honda's done a great job navigating the, you know, the part supply issues. Um, you know, 2021 was Honda's fourth straight year as the number one brand with the first time millennial and Gen Z buyers, Civic and Accord, number one and number two. I mean, I can go on and on and on, but I guess the best thing I can tell you, this thing handles like a, like a dream. In sport mode, it's like a sports car. The acceleration is fantastic. The steering really feels, especially in sports mode, I mean, it, it feels you can feel everything going on. And to me, it's all about the driving sensation and the pleasure you get driving it. But just put it in economy mode. It's whisper quiet. Open up that big old sunroof. Enjoy the, you know, the sun. Plenty of room in the back for three. Big old trunk. I mean, they crush it again. There's a reason why Honda is doing what it's doing. And I would tell you that uh, if you're looking for something in that segment, you really need to go and drive this car, especially in if you're looking for a hybrid. And I think the way the world's going now, it's going to be all hybrids and plug-ins. And I think Honda is uh, really crushing it when it comes to it. So it's the 2022 Accord Touring. Hell of a machine. Uh, go drive one today. So uh, we just got a few minutes left. Just to recap real quick, uh, uh, Bristol, dirt, Sunday night, kind of weird, but that's okay. Uh, it is it is what it is. Um, NHRA is off, I believe. Uh, and the last time they were out there, they were doing the, the four white in Las Vegas. That's pretty cool. But they go, um, I believe it's Houston at the uh, 22nd and 24th. So there, yeah, it is Spring Nationals in Houston. I just wanted to pull that up real quick. Um we uh, we talked to John Force just a couple of weeks ago, and uh, you know let the force be with them. They're they're doing a good job, um, and this was a this was a deal that well, you know during the, the dark days of the pandemic, uh, you know they parked the team, and and I get it. Uh, you just heard Don Prudhomme say it's about four million bucks a year to run. Uh, you know, a fuel car, that seems low to me. I, I've heard, you know, I've heard numbers that uh, are, well, much higher. But uh, uh, the four wides, Brittany Force, like I said, the force be with her in top fuel. Ron Caps in Funny Car, Erica Andrews, good for Erica. Girl's awesome uh, in pro stock. And uh, we got a lot of racing left. The season's really kind of just starting and that's um that's the fun part that's what makes it so so fun about what i do and if you look at the standings right now i mean stevie torrance is going for the drive for five in a row uh in the capco racing torrance a motorsports machine but uh here we go steve and Brittany. it would not be surprised me to see them come down to the finals again in pomona like it did a few years ago 
Uh, Mike Salinas, by virtue of his win in Phoenix, his third. So it's Torrance, Brittany, Salinas, Justin Ashley continues to do a great job. Uh, Clay Milliken, good for the hillbilly. Austin Proc, Tony Schumacher in the Maynard family. Uh, Skag Power Equipment, uh, top fuel dragster. Um, you know, making a comeback after a couple of years off. Josh Hart, eighth. As a, uh, you know, he's trying to run a full-time season. Doug Coletta in ninth. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. With the Coletta backing and the strength of that team and, and everything. Uh, ninth, Antron Brown is 10th. Uh, Trip Tatum, 11th. That's a good story. Uh, Leah Pruitt. The Dodge Power Brokers Dragster, Tony Stewart's new wife in uh, their new deal, 14th. I, I can't imagine that she is anywhere near um, pleased uh, with that. And I, as a matter of fact, I know she isn't. But, um, uh, you know, Hagen's, uh, Hagen's got a got a win. He leads the championship now in Funny Car. Robert Height is second. Uh, Robert Height uh, doubled it up, won the first two races of the year. Caps by virtue of his victory a week well. About a week ago, is third. Cruz Pedregon doing a good job. Uh, the cruiser, the John Force, is fifth. Alexis DeJoria, sixth. Bob Tasca, seventh. Tim Wilkerson, eighth. Uh, J.R. Todger, 2020 champion, is a ninth. And Chad Green, tenth. Um, there's really no notable others. Uh, Steve Densham, Gary Densham's kid, is 23rd. They're running a part time schedule. I get that. But that's kind of cool to see Gary still around the sport. Uh, Pro stock, the the most competitive category out there. I mean, first to 16th is like a blink of an eye. Aaron Stanfield, Eric Anders, Dallas Glenn, Kyle Koretsky, Mason McGaha, Greg Anderson still hanging in there hard, man. Sixth, Troy Collin Jr., Bo Bretner, uh, Christian uh, Kadera, and Derek Kramer uh, hailing right here from uh, Colorado Springs, actually Monument area. Good stuff. Uh, Camry Caruso did a great job. Youngster is 11th. And Sid saying, it's time to go. So what can I tell you? It's another great Race Central Radio program in the books. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen's Race Central Media. On Twitter, at Race Central. The podcast goes up, the wildly popular podcast goes up on uh, FM 1043thefan.com on Monday. And uh, when it comes time to do commerce, support the people that support us. Smartfares.com for the cheapest air tickets out there. Uh, Dental Arts of CherryHills.com. Don't mess around with your mouth. Go see the doc. Coyote Motorsports, CoyoteMotorsports.com. Uh, and Rattles Auto and Boat Upholstery right there on Facebook. That's who I use for all my interior restoration. He is the man. And DreamCars.com. It's another great show in the book. See you next week.